a little bit of a different week in Milwaukee, which means a little bit of a different week on the podcast. Don't worry, though. We've got you full, filled on all the good big stories surrounding Milwaukee, Wisconsin. First up, what do Michael Wilbon, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Chicago, Illinois, the Milwaukee Public Museum, and a Pfizer Forum all have in common? I will explain very shortly. Secondly, homicides across this country, Milwaukee included, are on the rise. Is coronavirus response to be blamed for this? And if so, does that deserve to be put in the national media spotlight, such as the rest of the coronavirus news? Finally, Daniel Hone would be proud as the the bridge named after Sir Daniel Hone, the Hone Bridge, is officially been lit. Well, it's half lit, but nevertheless, this is a monumental achievement for all the de- Light the Hone supporters, myself included, as we are off our rocker excited for such a monumental achievement in the Milwaukee Harbor. All of this coming up right now on the RCR Life, our Milwaukee podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome into the RCDR Live R Milwaukee podcast. My name is Luke Orozco here on a little bit of a down week in terms of news. Uh, we got good stuff, though. Uh, it is uh, apparently it's supposed to be like smoky or something here in the air. Apparently our air was supposed to be toxic because uh, California has got crazy fires. I don't know how that works, but apparently I have not seen any smoke, nor have I gotten any like air quality alert. So I don't know. Maybe that's uh, who knows. But uh, nevertheless, we... <laughs> There are no fires and there are no hurricanes here, so I think we can all be grateful uh, for that. Uh, nevertheless, uh, we got lots of stuff uh, to cover today. Uh, we're going to kind of go, there really wasn't one big, uh, kind of big chunk news story that I wanted to dive into this week. I don't know why. Uh, maybe I'm losing my losing my, losing my my juice or it was just fact it was kind of a slow week. So normally we do kind of six or, you know, three, four rapid fire topics kind of at the end. We're kind of going to do that throughout the whole episode because there's actually a lot of small topics that I think have, you know, small little takes on them, but not big things. So we're going to kind of just do that, spread that little rapid fire segment out the entire podcast and hopefully get, you know, 15, 20 minutes in here uh, doing that because there are uh, some good stories. We're going to talk uh, Holland Bridge, uh, some good news, some bad news, uh, UW-Madison Badgers, some sports, the Bucks, uh, an interesting development uh, in terms of everything. So all sorts of good stuff. But that's where I want to start today, development. And uh, I've said this before on this podcast, and it bears worth uh, it's worth repeating, um, that obviously development is good. <laughs> I will be the first to uh, to stick my foot in the ground or my stick my flag in the ground on the on that take. But I think that's interesting, and this is how really I got th- thinking about it, is because I was watching, uh, what show was I watching? I was watching just a uh, national sports show, I think it was ESPN or whatnot, and uh, Michael Wilbon, might not know him, big sports media guy, uh, ESPN, uh, Northwestern guy, I think he must have been born in Chicago, big Chicago guy, right? Big Midwestern guy, and uh, they were having a segment or a debate or a conversation about whether Giannis should or should not leave the box or whatnot, and basically he brought up something along the lines of, uh, you know, the Buc- Giannis is important, the Bucks are relevant, there is a kind of a, a re- revive in the city, kind of a redevelopment, a rebranding of the city, and he attributed some of that to Giannis, which I somewhat do, but I also attribute it to other things, and uh, it just made me think about something, that here is someone who doesn't live in, you know, and lives farther away than, you know, Waukesha, that actually realizes that there is something going down in downtown Milwaukee, and I know that this is somewhat of a controversial topic in the sense that we like to, you know, break it between the, the story of two Milwaukees, and yes, that is very much true, but let's also remember that that's kind of the story of two Americas. Uh, we like to, you know, we like to kind of do that, but remember, we only see Milwaukee, we see Milwaukee 
from the from the local perspective, which seems you see both sides of the spectrum. Chicago and some of these other cities, these have these giant bubbles of tourism that you can never really get in to see what it's really like, and it just kind of elevates it to this top-notch level because they have top-notch tourism. It's a big city. L.A. is kind of like that. Uh, San Francisco is kind of like that. Chicago is like that. Chicago is the most obvious example. New York's a little bit like that too. So I I I I think that. And we talked about on this to show the DNC. That's why the DNC, I personally felt, was so great long term in the sense that it really helped us kind of. We Milwaukee has no bubble, <laughs> absolutely no bubble. <laughs> so we need to first the bubble and then create it like Chicago's, where it's just impenetrable. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, Chicago's is literally impenetrable. I mean, you can never say anything bad about Chicago, though there are bad things happening there. When about you know, ask people to live there. Nevertheless, uh, so I think that's interesting. That that again, this development. This rebranding, this downtown boom, this just, there's hotels, hospitals, convention centers, skyscrapers, manufacturing plants, any type of, they're, they're even putting like a nunnery somewhere. I mean, good grief. I mean, if they can build it, we're going to have it. I mean, it's just a matter of time. So, and that's what I think this, and that's what these developments do. Again, A, it's just good, development's good. B, I think it just brings, there's just a cool energy to just look, you know, scroll through the uh, the news and see, oh, hotel coming, oh, mixed development coming, oh, they got a, you know, a, a convent going up. I mean, like, good grief. So uh, I think that's interesting. But I also think that starts to build that bubble of tourism. And Michael Wilbon, yes, he's from Chicago. He knows Milwaukee. People from Chicago know Milwaukee. People from Milwaukee know Chicago. It's kind of like two brothers. One's big and one's small, but they're you know, they're two brothers in some sense. So I, 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 it doesn't surprise me that he was the one that brought that up. But yet, never, nevertheless, he is someone that brought that up and said that, you know, on national TV. So I, I think we need to take, A, a little bit more pride in that. And I think most people do. But, uh, let, you know, let's get excited. I was excited. And, I mean, just look at it. I mean, just everything. Every day now, it's another, whoops, 300 million development coming to, you know, blank. I mean, it's like, whew, great, fantastic. So uh, that's that. Uh, uh, Michael Wilbon spreading the good word, I guess. And uh, hopefully we do create that uh, that bubble of tourism, which also, again, helps with the perception, helps with things. It just It's, it's just a good thing. So that's that. Uh, I did want to shift uh, <laughs> to uh, more good news. Uh, in the uh, UW-Badger Big Ten football season is back on. <laughs> Get that. Back on. It's back on. Apparently they've uh, come to the grips uh, come to grips with the uh, the reality of the situation here. Apparently, it is uh, safe or whatnot. I don't know, but uh, I did think it was very interesting the coordination with this uh, announcement, how this was coordinated, especially time wise, uh, because the Big Ten was the first to pull the plug back in August. Cases, Corona cases were on the rise. Everyone was still freaking out at that point, and uh, they were the first ones to do it. Pac-12 immediately jumped on it. Uh, you know, two more academic conferences, which is fine, uh, and then you get the Big 12 and the SEC and the ACC said, meh, we're going to keep playing, and they did, and they played last weekend, and every Big 10 president uh, on their TV had, you know, Iowa State and Texas going at it. And they saw it, and CBS Sports was talking about it, and Fox Sports was talking about it, and ESPN was talking about it. And uh, suddenly, uh, the Big Ten, they start to see the revenue. They could see the money. The schools are in debt. Our schools are, are, are 
our little tight, little tight on pennies these days. Uh, and uh, suddenly we're playing Big Ten football unanimously. It was the decision. So I just think it's interesting. You never want to be left out of the party. And that's kind of what the Big Ten felt like, that they were kind of just pathetic, whether they couldn't get their act together or they just overlooked it or they just didn't care. But nevertheless, they just looked pathetic. They just looked like a pathetic conference. They weren't playing. The NFL's playing. Basketball's playing. Baseball's playing. Hockey's playing. I mean, they're all playing. But the Big Ten said, no, no, you can't do it safely. So, uh, and again, they credited the, the, this new test or whatnot again. The decision was initially made because of money. They were afraid from losing money. And now they saw the gain. Uh, they could see the, the, the potential of gaining money if they did, in fact, start the, the season. Notice all the headlines ended with to be eligible to play in the college football playoff, i.e. the gold mine of the sport, <laughs> the, uh, uh, the the national championship. A lot, of, a lot of TV revenue in that one as well. So I, I don't think it's coincidental that uh, their decision to kick it back off also had to do with money because that was their decision in the first place. So uh, that's interesting, uh, and that's that. All right, I did want to shift to some slightly uh, bad news. Uh, again, I don't want to depress anybody out here because this is just depressed central, and I can't stand it listening to people just talk bad nonsense, just depressing nonsense over and over and over again. So I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to sprinkle this little in thing here, and there's going to be a positive revelation revelation at the end. So that's good. Uh, but there was some stories that I saw flo- circulated around about the increasing homicide and domestic violence rate in Milwaukee. And does that surprise me? No. And that says nothing about anything rather than this is 2020. We've got all sorts of crazy problems, but mainly the all all the core to all of our problems have something to do with the corona. And the corona is uh, there's the corona and then there's a response to the corona and both cause equal havoc. And I'm not telling you what side to choose. I'm not telling you which is evil and which is good. I'm not telling you who to vote for. I mean, this is not a political segment here. All I'm saying is, is that. Domestic violence, suicides, poverty, we're, we're, we're homicides, murders, we're, we're, we're seeing an increase in a lot of these bad things. And w- this doesn't nearly get the, the attention that the corona case percent positive rate gets, which, in my opinion, who cares? <laughs> I really don't. I mean, I don't. Maybe I'm the minority, but I think this also, as much as Lester Holt likes to talk about the corona cases spiking in X state or X county, let's also talk about some of the mental health effects and some of the homicides and some of the domestic violence. I mean, a lot of these murders and these homicides are being are, are, are being driven by domestic violence, meaning people are, are, are kept in the house, locked in the house, working from home, kids at home, not, go, not being able to go to school with maybe a little bit of a toxic relationship, you could say. Uh, mental health is bad. Also, did I mention they're unemployed? I mean, it's not a recipe for it's not a recipe for good things. The the, 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 the uh, unemployment backlogs are still back up to, backed up since April. I mean, it's a pathetic showing of everything and everything. I mean, it's just big th- smaller things become big things. Big things become you gigantic things and gigantic things become even more gigantic uh people are on edge mental health is real and again i'm not saying one side is right or what side is wrong there's corona concerns but there's also mental health concerns and as much as we like to talk about the corona we should also give as much time to the other the side effects the bad things that we might be doing that are may not be necessary 
I mean, if you tell people that they're <laughs> that just over and over with Corona and Corona and Corona and Corona, and you don't show the other side of the spectrum, the fact that there are people suffering and there are people that are losing their lives over some of these responses and some of these school closures and teen suicide <laughs> is uh, all time high, if you can uh, can imagine. So uh, again, y y there's multiple problems at hand, and sometimes that doesn't that message does not get relayed, especially when all we like to talk about is Corona, 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 Corona and nothing r r surrounding that uh, in vaccines. I mean, good grief. So that's interesting. And I, I, again, not telling you it's not a political segment. All I'm saying is there is another side to it. Whether You can debate whether it's equal to or worse or better than this, the, the, the situation the corona poses in terms of suffering and death and yada, yada, yada. I'm not going to argue that. What I am saying is, is there is another side. And there's a lot of people, I feel, that don't acknowledge that. That needs to be acknowledged. That does need to be acknowledged. Uh, let's talk uh, Bucks basketball a little bit. I saw an article. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think it was actually the same TV show. Nevertheless, Giannis, a uh, lot of questions about his future in Milwaukee. People like to talk about this. And apparently now there's circulations that even though he's under contract until 2021, he's going to demand a trade to Los Angeles. I mean, good grief. Or to California, whatever. Golden State, whatever. So he's going to trade while he's under contract, demand a trade because he can't stand on the can't stand to play on the pathetic bucks anymore. <laughs> yeah, that narrative is, uh, is a little falso, as they say in, 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 in Spanish. Uh, because <laughs> that seems to be the narrative coming out of all the uh, California-based, Los Angeles-based uh, commentators that think the only way to make a name for yourself, the only way to be successful in life is to, in fact, move out to Los Angeles, <laughs> which is baloney. So, uh, again, I don't think Giannis would do that because that would make him even more of a villain than the villain he's going to be if he leaves Milwaukee. And uh, I, I don't think he wants that. So I don't I wouldn't picture him doing that. Um, but I, I don't know in terms of what he's going to what he's going to do when he's going to leave. And that's what he said on the interview. He said, you know, I'll see you next season. Or he said, I, I, I'm not going to do it. Basically, he just 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 denied it, which doesn't mean really anything. But um, I, I just don't foresee it so we have it under one year and we met with the box ownership and uh, the article was the box owner whatever his name is made it abundantly clear that he's willing to spend money into the luxury ca luxury tax to uh to sign good players i saw that a little late bud uh we were about two two years past that but uh go ahead so uh, I don't know what's going to happen and speaking of Giannis and the Bucks uh the Milwaukee Museum public museum slash children's museum uh, has decided to place their new fancy schmancy museum complex uh, right near the Deer District, right in the Deer District, right near the Pfizer Forum, and uh, coinky dink, ain't it? Uh, this is why the Bucks need to be relevant. This is why the the, the Giannis needs to, to stay to keep them relevant. Is for this very reason because the Bucks, when there is energy around the Bucks, a they're making money, and b there is just this. Just you've seen it. I mean, this wasn't here a couple of years ago. The sense that we're it's just one big city and one big state and one big community all rooting for the Bucks. We all are rooting for the Bucks, uh, except for those. Couple Couple of Chicago, Chicagoans out there that just hate the Bucks. <laughs> but uh, nevertheless, so uh, and, and the greatest thing about the Bucks though is is they are committed to Milwaukee. They're going to stay in Milwaukee. They built this new arena. They want to succeed. They are succeeding. 
as of right now, well, I guess not really last year, but who? Uh, and, and they have deep pockets, <laughs> meaning they're driving some of this development. They're driving that new hotel. The They're driving some other projects here and there around that area, some of those restaurants. Uh, they got that new hotel. Now there's a museum. The Wisconsin Center is going to be developed. Kind of that northwest side of downtown is, uh, is prospering. And I think the Bucks have something to do with it. And I think if the Bucks kind of are becoming irrelevant that that does then kind of get sacrificed which would be a shame so that's that uh, museum whatnot all right a couple last uh last fun topics to uh, to close out the episode here the hone bridge is officially lit now i've been rooting for this since day one because uh, i think i don't know i just get the sense that america has some weird obsession with lit bridges over water the golden gate bridge and the brooklyn bridge and we like bridges and uh, the home bridge i think is a cool bridge because it's just i mean it looks like an ocean out there and then there's the bay and it's all it's all a lake and i just think it's cool but i also think it should be cool to light it. It's a, it's a, completes the skyline a little bit. I just think it's cool. And they did, in fact, light the west side of it this week. I saw one measly photo on, on Twitter, so congratulations to the, to the person who posted that because you were the only one. And uh, I am now very tempted uh, this weekend to go drive over the home bridge at night to, uh, to get the full experience of it being lit. So uh, hallelujah, the home is now lit. Uh, and the last thing I wanted to get, uh, the last thing is, uh, I saw doors open Milwaukee, which is, I think is a cool concept. Uh, I don't know if this is a, this is a, a worldwide thing, but, uh, it, it's cool that it is in Milwaukee. And, uh, <laughs> I saw that due to the whole Corona concerns and, and yada, 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 that it is now going virtual this year. So I ask you, does that defeat the purpose of doors open Milwaukee in the sense that you don't actually go through any doors? So I uh, don't know exactly about that. I think it kind of ruins it for me in the sense that, well, I guess it depends on where you, depends on the building. It depends on what you're seeing. But uh, so Doors Open Milwaukee 2020 is going to happen, but it is going to be <laughs> entirely virtual. <laughs> so I don't know, kind of kills a little bit of the excitement, but it's still, I think it's still a cool concept. So uh, more power to you, Doors Open. More power to you. All right, that is all we have for you today here on the RCD, Our Life, Our Milwaukee podcast. Again, a little bit of a shorter week, uh, not the uh, the same big re- revelation uh, topic that I kind of lead with, but I thought this was, you know, a good, good wet, wet your appetite a little bit in terms of uh, Milwaukee news and takes and highlights and whatnot. So uh, glad you listened. Uh, go check out our Twitter feed if you have not. We post all sorts of good stuff on that. Uh, additionally, uh, rate, review, subscribe, do whatever you have to do. Uh, for now, my name is Luke Roscoe. We'll see you next time here on the RCDR Live, our Milwaukee podcast.